Hello and welcome to the Damn Fine Life podcast with Rinku Madan. I'm Gaurav Kapoor and I am here to introduce this show which is a unique and exclusive take on luxury hospitality from across the globe. Now I am fascinated by luxury hospitality just as much as you are, which is why I'm super excited about this show because it's not just about the business of hospitality, but it's also about stories, journeys, histories, insights, a peek behind the curtain, if you may. from the world of luxury hospitality so let's dive straight in powered by sonever resorts and residences marquesi di barolo wines and the lila palaces hotels and resorts brought to you by dan hotels israel shale hotels limited hotel kempinski indonesia fratelli wines and taf reverse your fat in partnership with our season partners postcard hotels a collection of intimate and bespoke luxury hotels hidden in holiday destinations across india and the world the postcard hotels combine luxury with simplicity helping you retreat to a life that is luxurious simple unhurried and filled with rich discoveries easy diner the one stop platform for the most enjoyable authentic and friction free table booking experience instant confirmations and amazing deals on food and beverage in over 150 cities in india and now in dubai too jet hq the world's most trusted aircraft sales with deep industry knowledge real time data and market analysis by dedicated professionals an aircraft brokerage company with headquarters in the united states jet hq's experience and international expertise allow them to serve you 24/7 across the globe in almost every time zone a one stop solution for sale and purchase of pre-owned aircrafts I first met Alessio when they had hosted a fabulous wine dinner at one of my favorite restaurants, the Akira Back at the JW Marriott. He together with the late Kapil Sekri has taken the wine scene in India to the next level very successfully with their brand Fratelli Wines. Of course, the loss of Kapil Sekri is immense, but today Fratelli Wines has been able to have a range of wine that caters to almost an entire segment in the market. They also recently launched Wines in a Can which they call Tilt, which also includes a sparkling sort of wine so basically wines on the go please welcome alicia seki co-founder and executive director fratelli wines ciao rinku hi all of you ciao ciao alicia so good to see you after so long so alicia how did you get into wine making the wine making is a long story which uh, now we come back to 13 years ago uh, because of course uh, my wine making uh, experience is completely linked uh, and deep dive uh, into the indian experience all uh, i would call indian adventure because uh, when we start uh, fratelli we and dream it was the late 2006 at that time uh, me and my brother andrea of course together with kapil and gora that was the link uh, among, because we know each other as friends before we want to do something out of india and uh, our main dream went to into wine because of course we, i live in chianti classico in tavernelle val di pesa a very well known area for wines and we were sipping a good chianti together with kapil and gora and my brother andrea 
And all of a sudden we came up with this idea, why don't we make wine in India? And that's how it started. So I didn't know what journey it was about at that time, but I can tell you after 13 years has been an amazing journey. Uh, then, of course, uh, as you have already mentioned, uh, my, my brother Kapil, uh, because that, that's how I feel, uh, you know, left us this journey and now he's blessing us from heaven, you know, every day. And of course, uh, uh, it's with us in our heart. And again, it's uh, the full energy that brings me and all of, our, all of us ahead uh, of this adventure. And all whatever has been experienced together is still alive and it's in our memories and it is in our present. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Kapil's couples, uh, loss will always be felt by not only the wine industry, but each one of us who knew him well. So the winemaking, uh, as I told you, is, has been a great adventure because uh, coming in India, especially with Fratelli, we, we have made a, so, a real uh, so-called uh, greenfield investment because uh, we landed in Akluc, uh, a, an area where nobody has grown uh, wine grapes before. With Piero and my brother Andrea in 2006, uh, they, keep, they, they start traveling together with Kapil all over India. They went to Nasik, uh, they went to Bangalore, and then they ended up in Akluc because we are looking for areas where the soils were not too much rich in terms of organic matter because our aim since the beginning was to target for high quality wines. At that time in 2006 and 7, honestly, the quality of Indian wines was not what is nowadays. And uh, we thought it was a, was a big challenge for us uh, to aim for high quality wines. And so we realized that uh, the key factor in order to achieve that goal was to plant uh, high end quality vineyards and, may, and grow high quality grapes. And to do so, Piero told us, guys, I need a soil which uh, they're not too fertile. And of course, uh, being less fertile, they will give you less yield. Less yield means more flavors, more concentration, and of course, uh, a better wine because wine, uh, the quality of wine depends on the quality of the grapes. And of course, to work more further on, the other idea that we realized by analyzing the existing uh, cultivation of wine grapes in India was that it was not a great selection of clones and varietals all over India. So even if they were calling Cabernet Sauvignon, but there was no trace uh, of which clone this Cabernet Sauvignon was about or uh, Chenin Blanc the same. So we took the decision to buy directly in uh, one, uh, one of the most famous nursery of France uh, with which Piero has been working since 30 years. Uh, and, and this nursery gives all the Pinot Noir and Chardonnay clones to Burgundy. So all the best clones are there, are grown there. And at uh, and, uh, the same time uh, with the uh, Guillaume uh, nursery, Piero has developed uh, also his own Sangiovese clones, uh, which is the main grape for ours coming from, uh, from Chianti, of course. So the decision to buy, uh, at that time we bought uh, 3,7 plants from France, right, small plants. Uh, and we flew them, all of them, in India. And many varieties like uh, Chardonnay uh, or uh, like Cabernet Franc uh, or Sangiovese were never been imported in India before, right? So it was a really big challenge also from a custom point of view. And these were lively plants, right? So they could not be quarantined. So it is an incredible adventure to bring these, these plants from Bordeaux to land up in, in Akluch. And in fact, uh, we were lucky and also we, we planned this in advance because in Akluch there is a, a milk factory in which we were able to keep the plants uh, under at uh, zero degrees, uh, three degrees uh, for 15 days uh, before planting them. So just this is a small example of how the challenge has been for us, right? Uh, so once we found the place, then we saw that the, 
it was never worked by men, this place, right? So the soil has never been touched. So the first time we came to the area where our vineyards are, it was looking like savanna, basically. There was no water, there was no road also. When we went to, to check uh, the soil and the patches and the plots that we were, want to buy, I remember we, we had to drive uh, through the bed of the lake, which was at that time luckily dry with the car because there was no even a, a road, right? If you come nowadays to Fratelli, you see an amazing area which has been now cultivated, of course, in our, our vineyards, but all over it's a pomegranate, uh, sorghum or a sugar cane because we brought the water there. And after we brought the water, all the cultivation around the uh, rose. So in 13 years, not only we have changed the landscape uh, because of 240 acres of vineyards, but also the surrounding has uh, just a very, very good result uh, for the surrounding economy and, and population around us. So. Okay, that sounds great. But why the name Fratelli? Like, what is the story behind the name Fratelli, like your brand? Fratelli means brothers in Italian and also it is a synonym of brotherhood. When uh, we came up to decide the name of the company, we, it came out naturally between me, my brother, Kapil and Gaurav to give the name Fratelli because the founder of Fratelli, the four of us uh, plus the Mohit Patil uh, brothers uh, from Akluch, so six three couples of brothers and, and it came naturally with us to give this name. Yeah, when you get to know about the reason why it is called Fratelli, it, it actually gets that sentiment in you as well. So yeah, that's that's a lovely name. In fact, it was, it was not decided from a marketing point of view, we just put, because we thought that was the best thing to express what we were at the, and we still nowadays. So how old are Fratelli wines in India? 14 years, uh, because we start to plant in 2007 uh, and 2008. Uh, the first time that I came to Akrich was July 2008. So for me, it's 13 years and uh, for Piero, 14 years, one year before me, because uh, my brother started this and then uh, I took his place one year after. So now that you have your own brand and, uh, you know, you are bespoke in, in a lot of ways. So tell us what else is coming up for Fratelli. But right now, I think uh, we have two clear directions that we want to follow parallelly, but I think they're very important, both of them. One is the premiumization of Indian wines, which I think we have been uh, uh, the first one in India to bet on uh, uh, on a wine like set for example that when we launched uh, in 2010 uh, it was priced at 1500 rupees mrp right and if you remember Rico, at that time uh, no indian wine was above 1000 rupees right don't look at nowadays prices but uh, you know 14 years ago that nobody was no indian wine it is was uh, pricing above 1000 rupees so the the premiumization in our uh, uh, mindset and our mission has always been clear since the beginning because we as fratelli we want to establish uh, a high quality benchmark for indian wines also not only domestically but internationally parallelly as you have already briefly mentioned you know last year we have launched the wine in the can which i i still believe and it is a great innovation and it is uh, a perfect product for the indian market for many reasons wine is a like we like to to make a lot of serious as a product but it it's a very simple product at the end right and it's very sincere product and uh, the way how you bottle it and the way how you promote it can make a lot of difference of course when we are talking the only thing it does i mean which which i would say is that it takes away the romance of wine you know what you think wine is uh, having them in a can takes it away but yes it is it is a convenient way so uh, yeah definitely maybe maybe uh, you could bring in some more varieties or maybe check on the dosage or something and so but, but that's a separate conversation altogether 
together. But tell me, Alessio, how has the journey from idea to implementation been for you? Uh, for Fratelli, I think it has been a learning by experience every year, right? Because the first challenge for us was to prove that by growing high-quality grapes, we could have gained high-quality wines. That was the first uh, bet, which in Europe, it's I would say it's very easy because we are talking about uh, thousands of years uh, of heritage on growing grapes, right? So it's quite easy, but more or less, you know, the climate condition, all the soil condition, everything. In India, it was a big question mark uh, how each and every grape will have reacted to the Indian soil, to the, in- the soil of Akluch, the microclimate of Akluch. And in fact, uh, out of the original 13 uh, varietal grapes that we planted, one uh, grape failed, which is Pinot Noir, it, which was not able uh, to adapt to the, the climate of Akluch, the soil of Akluch, and we have to remove it, right? So in that case, we were hoping that Pinot Noir could adapt, but it has not happened. But Sangiovese, for example, which is a grape that outside Tuscany has always failed. For example, Santinori, they have planted their own California winery, Antica Sangiovese, but the Sangiovese in California tastes like a Cabernet, right? To lose its identity because of the soil characteristic of California soil. In India, the big bet was, we thought, Piero thought also that looking at the climate and the soil composition of Akruch area, he thought it was an ideal area for planting Sangiovese. And he was right, because Sangiovese has shown to be, for us, the key factor of grapes. And as you know, we have six different wines based on Sangiovese, right? So for us, the Sangiovese has been a great, great success. And in fact, we have furthermore planted, we have developed local farmers which are connected with us and they're using our clones. So the Sangiovese has been a very it's a great example to show how we didn't know what we are going through, but then it came, the outcome was much more of what we thought. So that has been your success story, with especially especially with the Sangiovese grape, right? So obviously your partnership has been a success. So what is it that you guys have learned from each other? No, of course, uh, honestly, <laughs> I was, I was uh, uh, 32 years old when we started. Now I'm 45, right? Uh, and uh, so... I was, I would say, you know, a grown boy and now I'm a man, right? And in 13 years, uh, we have gone through everything, of course. We were not experienced so much, you know. Uh, the wine business is very complicated because you have to take care. Uh, I'm taking care mostly from the production point of view, right? Which is the vineyards and the winery and the expansion of the vineyards every year according to the increase of the market shares that Fratelli was gaining every year. But together with Capil in particular, we were also uh, strategizing on, on launching new wines, new labels. For example, the label of Sette, I personally designed, I found the name, right? So there are a lot of wines which it's really, it's a glimpse of our story or what we have lived and experienced on the ground. We have made mistakes like everybody, of course, nobody can, you know, uh, at that time, uh, and I think uh, uh, I can talk also for Kapil uh, that uh, I've seen also himself uh, changing as a person, becoming an amazing CEO uh, and, uh, you know, uh, and, you know, like so much innovative with an amazing vision and myself also, which of course, uh, I, I'm very much of a person that like to focus on things uh, you know, if I have to do something this, I just put all my energies on this. But uh, through Fratelli, for example, I have become uh, much more multitasking, which uh, maybe uh, I was not that much before. Uh, so trying to, to give all my best in different, uh, in different fields all together at the same time, right? So that, that's something that I have. Uh, and plus something that uh, from a personal point of view that I would say 
comes naturally to me to talk in public uh, and, uh, and usually I, I don't prepare nothing, right? So that is something that uh, honestly it matches well with the promoting of wines. Yes, absolutely. And it also helps because you know your, uh, you know, you, you know your subject so well. You don't need to prepare. You don't need, you just know what to say when somebody asks you something about it. So I think it's just like that. Yeah, but what I've realized, uh, Rink, also in my experience with Fratelli, that many times I've been uh, dealing with uh, high-end uh, experts of wines, not only commentators, but like technicals, right? Like technicians on vineyards or winemaking. So, and I have been exposed to the, to the best of the best also internationally, right? So it, it has been in those cases that I have understood how much I've learned through Fratelli because uh, they were keep asking me, are you, you know, do you have a degree, a PhD in enology or you have uh, a PhD in agronomy? Because I was talking technically easily and fluently and they thought that I was completely prepared, which is not true in the sense I, I am, but I have learned everything from the field basically. So uh, I must say that professionally I've grown with our company, with Fratelli. So what uh, who I was 13 years ago, I'm completely a more person nowadays so that's wonderful so so coming back to something lighter tell us some of your favorite wine pairings the wine you know i'm a okay i'm a very foodie person right uh, so uh, except for the sweetie i like to diversify my food all the time right and i'm a very uh, cheese lover that i must say if you if you put in front of me a selection of desserts or the hand and a selection of cheeses my my choice is very easy <laughs> so uh, i like to drink uh, wine and pair a lot of wine with cheese uh, that, because of course both of them I like very much and of course uh, the wine uh, uh, it is uh, very seasonal right uh, I know in India it's more difficult because you don't have four seasons for example like we have uh, in Europe right India, we have four seasons. Well, I'm, I must rephrase. India is so big, right? That uh, for an Italian, for a small country like Italy, uh, it is difficult, right, to define what does it mean. Because of course, if you are in north of India, I always every year, Rinku, I always make a mistake when I land in Delhi in November. I always forget that November is cold, right? <laughs> I'm always wearing very <laughs> light clothes, which is not a good idea in November when you land in Delhi. So, for give an example. So I'm saying this because, for example, during summertime, uh, I mostly drink uh, sparkling wine white wines and rosé uh, very rarely I drink red wines red wines are set from now on uh, because of course it is very much uh, related with temperature uh, and also with the food uh, for example Italian food is a very diversified food like it is the Indian one it's a very regional food also the Indian food the big problem that I found initially, but now I'm used, uh, is the use of ginger in the Indian cuisine, which is widespread a lot. And it is, sometimes it can create a problem to pair with the red ones in particular, because the ginger is quite uh, pungent and strong against the tannins of the red wine. But in general, for example, the end of, so when uh, the, the, chilies le the chili level is very high, that is also another factor that can affect uh, your experience in wine taste. But you use a lot of garlic in your food as well, right? So Yes, yes. And garlic is also very strong. It also has a very strong, what should I say, flavor about it. Does that also clash with wines? I've seen the difference how you use garlic in the Indian cuisine and Italian. Italian, we flavor the olive oil with garlic, right? And we remove the garlic. Uh, in India, you burn the garlic. You burn it basically, right? If it is not brown, uh, it's not. so you can understand that the, the flavor, if you flavor the oil, is different. Eh, exactly. So it is. And then the, we have many, many varieties of garlic in, in Italy, like uh, the aglione, the famous aglione, which is a big garlic. 
it's so so refined, so so light and sweet that it does actually doesn't even taste as a gal. So to come back to your question, I think yes, uh, uh, I like a lot of red wines uh, with the meat and uh, you know with the steak being Florence, of course, the Florentine steak, but also with lambs, uh, all all kind of meat. Uh, and uh, with cheeses, but I'm also a great lover of uh, white wines, which I like them uh, fresh, uh, nice acidity uh, and complex. Okay, so so tell me, how would you rate your wines? How would you rate Fratelli wines? I made I made a comparative tasting, right? Like blind tasting, for example, of Sette against some of the uh, Super Tuscan or, or some, of, for example, of Chianti Classico Gran Selezione, uh, which are Sangiovese-based wines, right? So it is the right pair to do. And honestly, they, they are not far. That, 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 that's really what really surprised me. And I've done this uh, tasting blindly with the local producers of, you know, uh, very famous Chianti Classico, you know, wineries and brands. So, and, and I could see their face also that were very much uh, impressed. And, and the beauty of wine, Rinko, is that uh, it is Indian, right? It is not a Sangiovese. It is... A, the beauty is that the Sangiovese characteristic, but grown and made in India, which really makes it, the wine even more attractive because uh, there is a friend of mine who has a very nice restaurant here, right? And it is, you know, it is flying. All the tables always booked and everything. And he's keep uh, ordering cases of set because people, maybe they are so much curious to see Sangiovese from India, right? And they keep, and then when they open the bottle, they remain amazed about how, so that's how I, yes, I have realized uh, uh, if you bet, like we bet on the quality of grapes and quality of wine, uh, it, is a, it is a bet that pays off later on. So, of course, uh, we are not, uh, uh, I think we said right now, we are uh, at the uh, 90 point, at the beginning of the 90 points range, right? When you, when you, when you make a scale, uh, internationally I'm talking. So, to, to arrive above 90, there is another, it's another path that, you know, it's, it's the last mile, you know what I mean, right? Uh, because from 90 to 96, 98, uh, small differences make a huge difference also in the rating. So, Alessio, I'm going to do a rapid fire section with you now, okay? Quick answers for a few questions. So, tell me your favorite wine story. Anyone, anywhere in the world, anything that, that, is, that is the most memorable for you? I think... Uh, I have already mentioned, but I would like to highlight this. This is uh, the story of Tignanello, honestly. That is incredible uh, because at that time, uh, Antinori uh, was just a normal winery. You know, okay, 26 generations. The office was in downtown Florence. And nowadays, look at Antinori, 220 million turnover every year. And they are the best uh, in terms of EBITDA. So it's a jewel. It's the jewel of the crown of the Italian wines. And we are talking 1972, 1973. So we are not talking... 200 years ago right so and I think uh, that for me has been an inspiration as like a generation of the 26th generation of Antinori in the, in the name of Piero Antinori has completely made a difference in, in the 26th generation story of Antinori so some way somehow also with Capilla remember we are talking about Fratelli we, we are saying uh, let's our generation, we need to put the roots. Most probably this company, all the best fruits will be picked up by the next generation, right? But uh, that was the aim. So that uh, it's a generation business to make wine, right? So And so set, so that's the same aim that we have in Fratelli. So uh, in fact, also the second, and the second generation is already present in Fratelli, like Aditya, uh, Gaurav San, uh, Giovanni, Piero San is already active. So the second generation has already arrived. Excellent, excellent. Okay. Okay, so describe Alessio in three words. Uh, moderate, in the sense that I'm a person that uh, 
I always like uh, to be in the middle in the sense to help uh, people understand each other if there is, uh, if there is, you know, to connect people. Humble, humble, I will use also the word humble because to me, if you, if you, re, you, refame, if you remain humble, that's how you keep learning, right? So if you stay humble with the feet on your ground, then it, that's how you never stop learning. And also the third aspect of mine is, I think, curiosity, which always dri- drive my life every day. So I'm always curious to learn something new and I never stop and I'm very eager and keen to learn always something new. Okay, so what is a brand on your wrist? Okay, first, firstly, are you a brand person? Yes, I am, but uh, uh, I don't, I don't like, uh, you know, I'm Italian, so how, how I cannot be a brand person? So what is a brand on your wrist? What, what, what do you wear on your wrist? There is only one, which for me represents, uh, and is Armani, right? So Armani for me is the real brand because it's elegant, it's Italian, but you don't have like a brand spot in your face. So you just recognize Armani if you know the style that is Armani. So I like a very subtle fashion, but you can understand that it's Italian. So that, that's, that is what I like. And I like the philosophy, Armani, everything. I met him personally, so for me, there is only one him. That's it. <laughs> okay, so which is your one favorite local restaurant? Yeah, and what is it that you like over there? There is this restaurant, which I told you is La Locanda di Pietra Cupa, which is, uh, it's not a Michelin star restaurant, but it's a restaurant that is made by a family-owned, right, a local person, which they have developed in 23 years, their cuisine. So they have, it's a modern interpretation of Tuscan cuisine. So basically, you, you appreciate the roots of the Tuscan cuisine, but with a modern twist. Uh, and the way they're serving, the way you experience the, the place there, I think uh, it's something that makes you feel very comfortable so okay ties or open collars what do you what do you prefer what is Alessio's style I, I like a lot of tie but uh, you cannot always wear a tie of course right I've seen for example in wines I give you an example whatever event you do I would like always I'm liking to wear my tie right but then uh, I see also internationally maybe you, you dress you have a suit but not a tie because the, high, the tie is too much right <laughs> so okay so open collars is our answer right yes <laughs> but mix in both <laughs> I would like both I would say so uh, by choice I will go with the tie by the occasion or the because the situation I impose you open collar let's put it like that so my last question is a no brainer actually but I'm still going to ask it I'm still going to ask so whiskey or wine and if 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 it is the answer we all think it is then which which wine no i must say uh, wine yes of course uh, and uh, if i have to go spirits i will go more on cognac than whiskey uh, that's the only that's the only spirit i can take uh. thank you alessio and i can literally imagine you know you're traveling all across to all these exotic destinations drinking good wine and growing good wine for us too and thank you for joining me on my podcast i had a great time chatting with you Thank you. It was a pleasure to be your guest. Thank you so much.